Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. Welcome, it's another episode of Indie Comics. This is Tyler. And Maddie. And we are here at the Comic Bug live, and we are here with some two awesome people that we love. (laughs) And uh, who are you two? (laughs) <laughs> I'm Rafael Navarro, and uh, hi, I'm Mike Wallman. God, they sound so sexy. Yeah, we're very interchangeable. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, Actually, this voice here is the voice of Rafael Navarro, and, and, I, and I. Oh no, they, they can't see us, can they? Uh, no, I'm they Mike Wallman. Wave at the am, camera. Yeah, hey. co-creator <laughs> of Guns of Blazing, co-owner of Comic Bug, and co-opter of your next 30 minutes of your time. Oh, <laughs> and I'm its co-conspirator as, as well too. Uh, um, <laughs> and I am a co-creator of Guns of Blazing and various other comic projects as well. But we will uh, uh, stick. We'll to, get into that. Yeah, Absolutely. We'll stick to the guns. It. Yeah, we'll stick to our guns one way or another. Exactly. Yes. Are they a blazing though? Your guns? Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> there's they're a about cream to be. for that, you know. Bubba, bubba. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to be when we start unloading these questions. Anyway. Boom. Uh, <laughs> what a transition. I did it. I made a transition. Good <laughs> man, Tyler. Be proud of me, Eric. Amazing. Uh, I'm the worst at transition. It's like the my transitions are horrible. Is that like a joke if you have to explain yeah. the joke? It's not a joke. Maybe it's not funny anymore. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Just the fact. No, it's it's a drinking rule for the gathering. If I if I have a bad transition, then like then you drink. Oh. And yeah. Well, it's uh, a good thing we have adult beverages uh, here, right? So you know, I think <laughs> we'll be we'll be electrified and psychedelicized in two seconds flat, as will you. <laughs> so to exactly. start it off, can you guys tell us a little bit about Guns of Blazing? Mikey, you want to start or should I do it? Uh, you do it this time, dude. Oh. I'm organizing your pens. <laughs> well, That's uh, not that a Mike- euphemism, folks. That's real. I'm watching it happen. And, and, and now that Michael has uh, decided to become the artist of the book, I guess I shall become the writer and, oh boy, and why orator not? of this let's book. Trade, let's trade positions. Shall we retrade again and you yeah. uh, start with the guns description then? Okay. <laughs> no, go ahead. Stage is yours. Okay, you so just, okay I'll, I'll start one sentence. You do the next one. How's that? <laughs> okay. Well, Guns of Blazing actually started out as, as a dare between the two of us. And... Uh, um, what happened was a long, long time ago in the galaxy, far, far away. Uh, Mikey and I, we've been the best of friends for for years and years, and years, years. and years and years and years wow. and years and years and years and years and years on end. And um, it, just, it was, I guess, it was just inevitable. I mean, Mike and I were going to work on something. We somehow, were doing our own books, like very pretty I much. Was doing so, Gone yeah. South. He was doing Sonambulo. Yep. And uh, what eventually happened was that uh, we uh, just. We're going to work on something, and Guns of Blazing was just a mere thought. Not even that; it was like more like a like a like well, a. We had several ideas leading up to, but none of them we wanted to commit to for yeah. that long of a time because our attention spans are like oh, that of a, a gnat. Ridiculously totally short. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, Mike. Were you saying something? So, I mean, so seriously. One night I was sitting home listening to some Led Zeppelin, trying to channel this man's uh, artistic. Uh, Dow? Is that a word? That's a yeah, da- sure. Yeah, right. Sure. And uh, you can try to steal his muse. Well, just trying to like sort of <laughs> tap into his creative spirit because that's his favorite band. Yeah. And uh, the song "How Many More Times" came on uh, from the first album. Yeah. And I, was, I started thinking, okay, time travel. Like, you know, and Doctor Who's very popular. It's not like we. I've never seen an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> You're not but, supposed to say that, Mike. I know. Mm-hmm. I was still just, today. I, I've seen some now. Oh, okay. Yes, but not much. Damn. Like five or six. <laughs> um, but Are at you the time mommy? I wrote this, no, happens. And uh, and so I wanted to do something that could sort of reflect like rock and roll poster art, like that bright sort of Mondo poster kind of thing you, you see, sure, but, yeah. but in a sequential comic form. And uh, that we can feed our short attention spans and jump from fantasy to fantasy, idea to idea at a moment's notice. So uh, I, I just I just realized, so I just had an epiphany. You uh, chose the most film noir 
artist at the time. By the way, folks, I, I write and draw, created this uh, film noir comic book character called Sonambulo about this mass Mexican wrestler detective. And every book I've ever drawn of Sonambulo, that is until the most recent one that I'm about to release next year, was in black and white. And um, I'm not kidding you. Uh, I, I've done work in color, of course, don't get me wrong. And I, I, I love to paint and everything. But when it comes to, uh, when it came to comic books, um, I, I because I was just in a film noir sort of state of mind all the time, I always thought in just light and shadow. And I just came, I just had an epiphany. Uh, you and I, literally for the first time, brought me out in. in <laughs> I came out, folks. Coming out, <laughs> I, I, I came, coming out in color. So I came bright. out. In, yeah, I came out very, very colorfully. I mean, seriously, it's like all the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> if you take a look at Guns Ablazing, folks, seriously, it is the most psychedelic comic book I have ever seen in a very, very, very long time, if not ever. Um, uh, one little fun discovery that Mike and I discovered over uh, the Long Beach Comic Con uh, about a few months ago or so. A friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, who was dressed up as a particular. David Lynch uh, uh, Twin Peaks character who happens to wear 3D sunglasses you know if you know your 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 um your uh, Twin Peaks characters there, uh, the good doctor. Yeah. Uh, he uh, was looking at our book with those psychedelic glasses and he told us, "Hey man, you know what? I think I just discovered this book's in 3D." I said, what do you mean, uh, Dr. Tam? And he said, <laughs> "No, man, take a look." And he gave me his sunglasses and I looked at it and I went, "Oh my god." God, this thing's it sci it's psychedelic. Yeah. That Literally. is our, our awesome. Yeah. Flat. I, I'm not so kidding you. And then read it again in 3D. Yeah, I'm not I kidding you. When I, when I picked the color palette, yes, I was kind of aiming for you know the classic you know 60s psychedelic rock poses as well as the the, the, the newer Mondo stuff and everything. But yeah. my but my color palette sense was just literally over the top at the time. But even more so, it's. It's, a, it's enhanced with those glasses, so it's, it's a, so cool. A, a and new I will hap, say, new happy yeah. surprise. The paper stock actually helps make that happen as well. So if you touch this, feel this. I, I like to make yeah. people. And that oh, was yeah. an, that was another happy. Issue, you won't feel another like, comic like that on the show. And that so was another and, happy and mistake that Mike like had I was discovered. At a by the way, this past weekend, LA Comic Con, and yeah. I had Guns of Blazing at my booth. I had other comics. And like the moisture in the air, all the other comics were kind of shriv. The top one would shrivel yeah. up and stuff, <laughs> but this it doesn't shrivel. It doesn't curl. No. It. And uh, and also it's a quality like, comic right there. I, I, it doesn't it doesn't reflect light. It does it absorbs light. It doesn't it doesn't bat, like you don't see yeah. a, a glare. There's yep. no glare on Guns of Blazing. I I think I got the comic two years ago. Was the first issue? Yeah yeah two uh, two yeah. years ago at Long Beach where I met you guys. Originally. Oh yeah yeah, yeah I remember. And that. I, I bought and I bought the first issue. and I still have it. I've moved three times since then, and it is like the. Like one of the few comic books that are still like in pristine condition. Nice, oh, it's nice. awesome. Very I love cool. that. Thing. Well, good. I'm glad. Well, there's four more here. Absolutely, yeah. and we oh, have yes. one more coming. But one, that's the right. next issue is the last yes. issue. That's the uh, uh, the the the, the well, clincher. Yeah, it... we, yeah. We read the first issue, and that's why we were like, we're okay, we're gonna do this on the show. Yeah. And like I told you, like you know, with the, the thing of the show is we interview first, and then we read, and then we read the comic. We do the roundtable discussion while like right after we read it. Are we so part we of that have discussion, that... or, or did... oh, it'll be another episode after this. So we do two episodes. We do a whole month focus on one book. Gotcha. Oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But but when you after you read it, do do are we part of that conversation? If or? you guys want to, absolutely. We can oh, yeah. yeah. I'm down. Well, like, number we five was my tightrope issue. It was we, like we were, the one where it's like we explain everything. Oh. We, yeah, so that's oh. why today I was like, How does read it number feel five coming close to, like, close to the end that you're Kinda wrapping sad. it up? sad. I mean, this book, like, through our journey, like, his dad passed away. Yeah. Uh, uh, not uh, my dad, but uh, but uh, sort of my my geek uh, dad, Jeffrey. Uh, a, a mutual friend of ours, um, uh, Jeffrey passed away. Jeffrey passed away. We lost Jeffrey's a lot comments. of people. Yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, I uh, got divorced through couple it. Couple relationships. Oh, wow. Did you get divorced through this? Or... <laughs> um, plead the fifth. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm pleading the fifth right now. Uh, so I mean, a lot of people. And now you're married to your art 
Uh, yeah, I'm married to this guy. A lot of people <laughs> think we're married. I think, no, but um, actually, he, he, he's probably the most lasting relationship I've had, frankly. Love. Yeah, <laughs> our real lives have, have changed greatly from yeah. the, the time we put out the first issue. But, it, but it's and and there's a thing you'll read in issue five about constants, and Ooh, and we had yes. that epiphany. I was like, dude, you know what? Like, <laughs> I know that October of 2018, I'm going to be at Stanley's Comic Con. I know I'll be selling the last issue of Guns Blazing. You know, I know at San Diego Comic Con next year. I'll be picking up Guns of Blazing number six on the way down to the show because we'll oh, be like, just just going to press, right? Actually, let, let's rephrase that. We will both be at yeah, we Stanley will, Comic Con. We will. we will both be at so, Comic Con. I'm, I'm sure like, Raphael tragically. No. <laughs> the constants in my life has had been really attributed, attributed to this book. I mean, yeah. when when we started, it was 2013. It was it was the first year, the second term of the Obama presidency. Yeah, it was. We're going to be ending on whoever replaces Trump <laughs> after they get rid But no, not, I don't want to get too political, but, but there's just been so much change in my real life. Yeah. Both of them. It's actually, nice yeah. that my fantasy is an escape and, and like, kind of dependable. Yeah. Because real life doesn't seem to be very dependable. Would you say yeah. that your writings changed with that at all, or are you very consistent with where, what you started I with? had the basic sort of plan that, that I've stuck to through the end of this. And that really helped, because I knew, I knew in issue five... Again, we're going to reveal a lot of things. So I knew the seeds to plant in issues one through four that seem like they're just throwaway little yeah. sayings. That, that Like when you read issue five, the ones who've just read issue five and haven't read number four because we put out one a year, no. they're like, wow, it got really heavy, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then the ones who read one through four and then five are like, oh, man, I love how you brought it all together, this and that yeah. and this and that. So it's... when you do read it, read number one again. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I, I'm kind of like that. Like, whenever I write anything, I'm like, uh, like I was telling her, I've been writing a web series. I have like four years, four whole seasons, like, like, like already mapped out, and like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Little, like, like, here's a little clue, here's a little clue, and stuff like that. Like, I, I go way overboard my thing, but I also like love comics that do that, and you can also tell yeah. when the writers do that, like when they're kind of working for something, and be like, you know what, like, I don't know when I'll answer the question, but here's like a little bit of a well, well, really, I, I mean, it's it's only answered once you get the body of work already completely yeah. done. I mean, Mike and I already already know how Guns of Blaze is going to end, and we also know the next storyline. So let's not get all too sad, folks. I mean, Guns of Blaze is not really necessarily ending on issue six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a spoiler alert. Yeah, that's right. A happy and, one. Wait, is yeah. it? And then there's a movie deal, possibly. So that's another uh, spoiler alert. Okay, so shh. Three but, Netflix series. Oh, but, but God, but, give this guy half a can of wine and he's just a <laughs> fucking blabbermouth. I've only had one six scene, so, so, so don't <laughs> exaggerate, please. Jeez, but, hey. but, but, but nevertheless, I mean, you don't really understand. People don't really know what you're doing until you actually put it out there. Yeah. I mean, we can speculate and talk and talk and, and dream. But uh, once it's on paper and everything, then it's all spilled out. But yeah. Uh, Mike and I, we've been living with the answers for so long, we just can't wait to you I know, mean, reveal it to you. I have, I have an example here, and I, I don't want to ruin it for you when you read the book. But oh, it's totally fine. Like we, yeah. 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 So the very so first page, you read that. So yes. Time. It is said that time is a sinewy mistress, threads bound together by both history and destiny. Butterfly effects and paradoxes have proven to be a silly thing of fiction. Yet when you rip every fiber of existence asunder, you're left with. Total, Total chaos. chaos. And that's the, that's the first line in the book. So then you, you kind of go along with these bumbling fools, and Eduardo goes back and invents a time machine. Yep. Comes back, and, and, and Father Time's like, Eduardo, no. Time is a sinewy mistress. <laughs> so you find out, actually, the beginning. The I need an audible. Is, 
I need an audible like reading of you. Time is a sinewy mistress. <laughs> Threads bound together by history and destiny. <laughs> Stop oh my it, gosh. old man. This is our chance. Our can, chance you read, like, ev- can you read like every single book ever? Like the disaster <laughs> yeah. artist? Can you do Tommy Wiseau? Well, I, you know, when we write these books, we write with friends of ours and people yeah. in mind like uh, um, that is so cool believe it or not yeah. there, there are voices, voices that that, that oh, exist yeah. in real life that we've applied like to there, our there's books there's a too. scene i think <laughs> is it here in this one Where? 40 feet oh. yeah <laughs> right. uh, yeah that wasn't that was actually oh, yeah, based so, on a real life incident. so our our editor is richard starkings the creator of yep, elephant i love richard yeah. and he letters a book Dear friend yes. of ours. so he's across the way he moved he yes, moved he to nashville i know i didn't want to say where i didn't know of it but it's full 40,000 miles away so far away i had no idea there was one year at comic-con he had these these lovely models working for him and and me and Raphael, we have long hair and we have guitars and we're fun. They dress up, guys. And we're, you know, you know we do. our art and charm. So we're just there doing our thing. We're not really selling a lot of books, but we're having fun. Yeah. And his girls, they're in his costumes from his world. They keep wandering. They're supposed to be handing out they, his books. They keep coming to us. That's what and happens. they keep wandering over and like Can listening to music them? and stuff. We guys so, are also like I love like also you have to explain how you're dressed too. Well, yeah, I oh, learned okay. that from Larry Young. We're gonna get to that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Finally, I mean these girls—they're on Richard's payroll. That yeah. He got them in. Yep. And he gets finally he gets frustrated. He's like, "Stop it! You stay forty feet away from them. Forty, 40 feet. feet." So we put that in the book. So yeah, oh, we went. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I warned you, 40 feet. That's <laughs> amazing. It's a joke it's we've all shared. It's so yeah. great. I love Richard. Oh I was just at his place too. I had no idea he moved to his house. Yeah, in Nashville. I, yeah, we, I interviewed him. We have an hour. And a half. I, I have two edits of his interview. I think one of them was like an hour and forty-five minutes. And oh I wow! Have, and then I have the. Uh, then I was like, if you don't have an hour and forty-five minutes, here's a forty-five minute one. Like, that's cool. Go. I mean, that's he's awesome. he's such a good guy, and no, I mean, he's just he is my spirit an, guide. An I'm, an adorable I'm an atheist, man. but he's my spirit no, guide. He, he's basically our older brother. He yeah, really yeah. is. No, we'll he talk, looks after us big time. Well, he knows everything about time travel. So, I'm, did he help you guys with a little bit of not that? Not at all. Really? Not a bit. Not a bit. Richard. Goddamn limey. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And, and I didn't want it because, you know, I, I bet if he did dip his toes in the time travel aspect, it would come out like Doctor Who because yeah. he, he's absorbed I, so I, much I, of that. I think Richard was smart it? enough yeah. to to just I think Richard was just smart enough to just let us do what we we're going to do. Because I remember we had an issue with just the title alone a while yeah. ago. He so, said that I never told you this. He said the nicest thing after he read issue five because yeah. he kind of reads it like basically on its way to down the train. Yeah, down the printer. And he's like, yeah. he's like, I like what you and Raphael sleep. are doing. I get what you're doing. You guys are pretty much like what Jack. Kirby and Stanley used to do <gasps> when you just throw a bunch wow. of shit against the wall and see what stuck especially on Fantastic from, Four. Especially coming from Richard. That, that's yeah, awesome. That's, um, my I mean, goodness. My, I just and, he's like, and, he's, he, and he said it, and I'm going to put words in his mouth because he's not here <laughs> to defend. And, and he's like, just do it. He's he like I'm it. so happy to be a part of this to see your, your fascination with wow. the form of comics. That's and wonderful. Yeah, no, it was I, nice. I, it was I'm, really nice well, to hear. I could have used these uh, you know, positive uh, uh, words uh, just when I finished that <laughs> book there. Mike, it was after it was done. Well, I know, but I still could have used those words. <laughs> you need to have like an automatic, like like Google, like email that's sent to him. And like, hey, by the way, did you get to read it? And then, like, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No, we never really do that. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm just no, no. I'm which just is <laughs> which is a good like life lesson from the podcast today, everybody. Yeah. When you have a positive thing, mm-hmm. say it, share exactly. it with somebody. Because oh, well, how good does that feel? Like that's so awesome yeah. to have that and yeah, to sorry, think back to it. Well, I'm glad we could bring it up. No, uh, uh, just what Richard does for us is a godsend, I mean, and, I, and I'm more than grateful for for his efforts in any form or any way. He's the one that said, "You guys are always boothing together. Why aren't you doing a book yeah. together?" Yeah, say and the then, British accent though. And then, so like three years later, we were like, "Yeah, we should." And three years later, 
He, we're at the LA Book Fair, the West LA yep, Book we Fair. We were at the like, LA Book Fair. So what's the log jam here? What's just <laughs> and he asked delay? Me, he asked Raphael separately, and then he comes to me. He's like, "So Raphael says you're the log jam." <laughs> Sorry, and you say Raphael's the log jam. What's the real log jam? And yeah. so I was like, so I owned it. Yeah. And I was like, so I wrote a script, and then like, yeah. like three months later, we have. And he's like, so it turns out Raphael's the log jam. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but I mean, we we take a year to make a book, and yeah. and. I've done monthly comics, and they are, I mean, making comics is, is the, the most fun thing you can do. Yeah. Uh, making yeah. a monthly comic takes the most fun thing you can do and makes it as miserable as possible. It's what turns into a job. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, by the way, folks, just <laughs> We've to- We've heard uh, that um, a lot on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but, but by the way, folks, just to, yeah, to, break, the whole, yeah, just yeah. to break the whole illusion and everything- You won't find us on Kickstarter. Yes, the, yeah, yes right? exactly. But <laughs> even though the book does take literally a year uh, you know, to, to be done, I'm not kidding you. We are not working on it for literally an entire year. Every, you know, 364 days are literally not dedicated to Guns of Blazing. Yeah. I get a script from Mike. Mike literally whips it out like in a, a week or two or so. And then I have to sit on it for another two two to three weeks down. or so yeah so i mean when it all comes down to it takes us maybe at the very very least six to eight weeks to get a book done and we usually have our, our usual deadline is every year is is a uh, comic con so yeah um we always try to whatever we're doing whatever deadline we're doing i yeah, this i year work was as like an animator. literally hot off the presses for comic Con. oh right? gosh every year it's been getting closer <laughs> and closer oh my been. goodness gracious me um the, i have to admit the last next year uh, you have to time travel two weeks afterwards luckily we are time travelers yeah well uh, <laughs> you'll know, be taking pre-orders well, <laughs> well till then we're gonna literally you know blood sweat and, and toil over the thing uh, if need be so yeah, i mean, I don't want to give too much away, but eight pages of it are actually already done. Ooh. Actually, that's very, very true. So shh. We we'll haven't even guys lifted a finger Sorry. towards it yet, but yeah, that's awesome. That's well, awesome. that's a eight pages less of stress for us to. But yeah. it's a yeah. double size issue, though. So. Ooh, that's what she yeah, said. You got to go out with a bang, right? <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she said too. <laughs> Bigger is better, as yeah. they say. No, too much. <laughs> Man, you got to answer so many of our questions, but totally fine. Because I actually wanted to say, because yes. uh, we uh, kind of go back a little bit more. I was like, I think it's also kind of a good thing not talking to Richard about, you know, like time travel. Because one thing, like, obviously, we all know that he loves Doctor Who. And he also like, loves right. Blade oh Runner, but that's okay. His, <laughs> yeah. oh, we'll forgive him for that. Yeah, his his Doctor his Doctor Who collection is insane, but it's good because every like every story is a different kind of time travel, and, uh, and that's why I like Guns of Blazing because it's it's a completely different kind that you guys created as well. Like yeah. you know, all from the same like the Flash TV show is nothing like you know like in a lot of these other ones, even yeah. though it really doesn't make much sense. But that's totally fine. Mike Gunspoint. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean Guns TV show. I mean, sorry, couldn't resist it. A Flashpoint. Yeah. Well, every time travel story, I, I think what sets us apart from every single other time travel story is. Like the main motivation in all time travel stories is, oh, we have to preserve the space-time time space continuum yeah, right. is essential. You cannot anarchists. mess with that. They don't that. give a shit. Yeah, you know? so no, no. Say. That's yeah. the first thing they screw up. So that's half the like fun. they know. Like, and this might go that's back too many to syllables oh, yeah. for me to care. I'm it sorry. Might go back to our real lives. Like, our, your reality is so fucked up. Like, why yeah. not try something different? Right. You know? Sure. I mean, what what can you lose? Other than the space-time continuum yet again. Why can't I have a yeah. T-Rex pet? Why not? Screw it. Yeah. And to that point, like, can you talk a little bit about, like, you talk about this as your fantasy. Like, what does that mean for you? Like, how have you kind of lived in here and what inspired that? You know, it's very telling because sometimes I look at these issues and I go, oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> what have these hands no. I want to have sex well, with a cave woman. And, uh... <laughs> you know, there are worse I things. Know, I mean. About myself. Yeah, just like what I mean, you oh, talk so about this fantasy world. Like, is it a reflection of you? Like, have you really? It is. Dove Actually, into I, it? I, I spent some time in therapy. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't go there anymore, but I, I, I did. And, and uh, she was really cute. Her name's Vanessa. She's in El Segundo. What's your point, Vanessa? High recommendation. That's weird because she's one of our top listeners. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found out she's married. I'm just uh, joking. But anyway, just so joking. I gave her a set of the first four issues, and she's like, wow. So like, she read it from a psychoanalytical point of view. Yeah. She's like, there is a lot of chaos in these comics. <laughs> like, these guys never stop. They don't, they don't stop and like just take take like sort of stock in what's going on in their lives and, and Mike, they just keep going going that's, going that's not just necessarily reflecting on yourself sir it reflects on us both actually yeah. frankly so yeah oh yeah yeah book is yeah. it is total chaos do you yeah. feel like that reflects your life though yeah, like is probably. that kind of you guys keeping moving and yeah. always doing something yeah, and... yeah i mean i'm a big fan of rock documentaries and i feel like i'm in the uh 1978 alice cooper phase of my life right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like right before rehab <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious me. And Raphael then I mean yes. I, I have to say you were talking earlier about how your color really came to life in this book like for me your art like something that you just really soar at is color like your color is incredible well, like going you. through your sketchbook your black and white sketches are beautiful but like when you add All those your pops art of is color, like is amazing Yeah like guys thank go you, and you, look you. these gentlemen up follow them on the Facebook the Twitter whatever yes. Do you guys have Twitters? Uh you should well, Instagram I, I, Mikey do you have Twitter I I'm, I'm I, more I do. Of a, I don't use Amazon much. I have Amazon. I'm on MySpace. Well, I mean, I'm a bit of a twit sometimes. Whoa, but hey. Can I tell you a funny story about my brother real quick? <laughs> tell, tell us a story about so your brother. My brother, he's 10 years older than me, right? It's, it is. Yeah. It's the good one. So, His so he joined. I was in Ohio like to visit my dad and family two years ago, and, and, and I, like, I show him how to join Facebook, right? So he gets on Facebook, and I guess he, he like, kind of stalks me or whatever on there, but... He doesn't have a profile a picture. He's like, yeah, I don't put my profile picture up there because, you know, once I put that up there, it's all over. I'm going to get all these friend Is requests. Is that how he speaks? Because that's Pretty amazing. much, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and then uh, I'm like, well, dude, you know, you got your Tinder off your Facebook. You have to get Facebook to get on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I'm on Tinder. I'm on Tinder. He's like, look me up on there. Oh, no. I'm like, dude, I can't yeah. look you up on fucking Tinder. That's not. <laughs> Let's see. On you're in Ohio. That's you're sign, a dude. That's yeah. sign number one that he's not on Tinder. Right. <laughs> I mean, he might not. I don't think he just understands technology. Yeah. Bless his heart. That's fair. He's like, I'm, oh, on the, I'm on the rotary phone. Like, rotary phone. <laughs> rotary phone. There you go. But yeah, but Raphael, what's your journey been like on this? Like, has your yeah. art changed through the process? Well, Have you um, learned more about yourself through it? Well, I mean, uh, art changes and evolves with time, nevertheless. I mean, no matter wh where you are with things. I mean, uh, you could see the progression of every artist from the very, very beginning to yeah. the very, very end, yeah. no matter what. I think what I got out of this whole experience is that I'm more daring than I've ever have been in my entire oh. life. Now, I'm not saying that I never took chances in my previous forms of artwork, but at this point, the way I feel right now is I, I feel immortal. I mean, I yeah. feel like there is nothing that could stop me except for yours truly. Well, I mean, I think it's like because you also... Yours truly. Her? <laughs> No. Oh, yourself. He's <laughs> his own worst enemy. Okay, okay Mike. Well, you looked into her eyes when you well, said well, it. I mean, so. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and and you know, who could? Who wouldn't? Of course. I've known no, you no, for. No, no. I, I may have known you for five minutes, but you've changed my life for the last five years. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, self doubt yeah. is literally the demon we really, all must yeah. face at some point or another. Oh, so absolutely. Well, I mean, That's like the real logjam, guys. Yeah, and you guys have known each other for twenty years, so you also know, yeah. like, that you can be daring as well. Because I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to make like, you know, like, like, or, uh, and I can't even think of the word, but I'm not. Trying to like, like, you know, say that you're a very daring person. I can just tell because we're, we're, we're friends on Facebook. I'm a I've very seen, daring person. I have seen Ow. photos of him at a party, and I can confirm that <laughs> he's very daring. Yeah. Uh, what you were in a robe. Party. I'm not saying so who said it to me. I was me. in a robe. Yeah, it was maybe like a year ago. 
Oh, dear me. Was it like a swinger thing? or? <laughs> and what were you looking at those pictures for, darling? Right the time. <laughs> I'm not saying who sent um, it to me, but you looked like you were having a great time. I, I try to have a good yeah, time. I appreciate that. But that's what I'm saying. Support. Like, you know, you're a very daring person, so, you know, you guys' relationship and stuff like that, you know yeah. it, you can push a limit, or you can, well, um, you know, and with a book like this. Well, yeah, we to, got each other's back, too. Exactly. Frankly, Tyler, Mike has my back. I know he has oh, yeah. my back, and I know I have, you know, I have had this back as I well, too, so that's the thing. I saw you guys giving each other piggyback rides earlier. I mean, well, you know, it's okay. Yeah, literally. Well, he, would, he did promise dinner, so what can I say? <laughs> well, to that point, have you guys supported each other through it? Like, have either of you oh, ever yeah. had struggles where Moral you were like, support, I don't know if I, mean, I can do seriously, it? Seriously, we went through so many things these past uh, uh, a few Six years. years. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, since uh, we started the book. Since I'm we started the book, oh, oh gosh, absolutely. I mean, uh, Mike was there when when I lost my father, and I was there when 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 Mike had you know divorce. the divorce. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so many things have been happening in our lives that, um, yeah, I guess life does imitate our or great art imitates life, depending yes. on your perspective. Yeah. I mean, you know, if we are a, a testimony of what we do, I guess you know it's all there on paper now, folks. Exactly. I mean, you know, you take yeah. it take it as you wish. I mean, well, I mean, like when you look at back at the last you know, 10 years of our lives, let's say, like, this is going to be the thing that, like, oh, the warm memories, you know, and there's yeah. ugly memories, there's good memories, there's mediocre memories, oh, yeah. but the memories, like, uh, Stallone was just on that show, This Is Us. Yeah. Was he really? It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it? I saw it. And, 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 and so it, good. like, for, like, four, That's crazy. like three minutes, and yeah. it, the, the speech it he gives so is amazing, because it was, awesome. like, it was about a dad who lost his, or a kid who lost his dad, Yeah. and all this stuff, and he's like, you know, it's not about, you know, the things that happen is about the things you remember and you yeah. want to create yep. memories. And, Nicely and said there. Like, I took that to heart, you know, so I didn't sure. quote it specifically. But oh, no, yeah. Well, and there's something to be said for like knowing that you're in a good memory. Yeah. Like I think so often we look back this and we're like, man, memory. thank yeah. you. I, I hope <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. It will be for me. I, I think you look back and you're like, man, if only I'd known how good I had it, right? right. But it's amazing when you're in that moment and you can say, I have yeah. it so good right now. Like this is so special. Right. I'm going to enjoy this and get the most out of and it. You got to keep so trying cool. to keep it that good. Yeah. So you're not like that, oh, I used to be this good. Oh, you know, no, like, not at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but one of the advantages of what we're doing is that we're actually putting some of those little memories and, and such literally onto yeah. paper yeah. for all to see for the next generation and maybe other generations forward so um good night y'all yeah sorry uh, no it's not, fine not to the audience, not to the audience. Yeah. yeah good night good night everybody I'll we're done already and mic drop no mic drop well i mean it actually kind of leads me to my next <laughs> question for you guys i, I kind of want to know who y'all's influences are especially for this book like i mean oh, you know boy. obviously Where do you want to begin buddy? And, and yeah i mean i mean well, Michael, let, let's start with your influences. Oh. Um, uh, Raphael's taking oh, well, with the podcast. Writing-wise, <laughs> I mean, because I, I want to know what... Actually, I kind of know them already, but, but Mike, what inspires you to create prose? Well, you know, uh, the, the main I thing... Love I love it. The main thing that inspired, that inspired this is actually Van Halen. Oh, uh, David okay. Lee Roth and Eddie That's Van Halen. That's why he's my brother from another mother. And, Thank you. And, All not, right. They say look outside of the form you're working in, and, and I wanted to make the most rock and roll from the hips sort of... Sure tale that we could tell yeah and and i mean david lee roth is an amazing wordsmith actually yes even if you look at the last album uh a different kind of truth um some there's some really good stuff that's put together there sure man so uh i tried to do that i tried to uh you know i have an amazing guitar player <laughs> here <laughs> so oh. i tried and issue issue four is actually the guitar solo actually not a lot of dialogue i was like raf we have a car chase we have this we have that nice go to town and, and yet then, the book was like literally like two hours um uh, arriving before uh, san diego comic-con then issue five again. is kind of the bridge where we <laughs> get deep and heavy I, I love these covers so it's, much it's, 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 it's structured like a song 
Actually, each really, each, yeah. Seriously, each issue. And each issue is named after. Is literally after a song. named after a song. So. Run them with the devil. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, you know one? who wrote with the uh, circle? Do you know? No. David, David Bowie. Bowie. Yes. Oh man. Run them with the devil is. is I'm terrible with music. Oh, oh, okay. ma- oh man. These are I'm millennials, Van Chief. Van Halen. Um, have mercy. I know the songs. I'm just terrible with bands. It's okay. I'm not yeah, a good I'm really bad. It only gets deeper from there. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> it's very I, I'm very weird. Awesome. I'm like, I was brought up on musicals and opera. Sure, sure that's So fine. we had Let It Go. Hey, and man. Tyler. Uh, that, that, that were Guns of Blazing, book six. Let It Go. Let <laughs> well, It Go. You know, we'll be... Guns of Blazing got her damn wrong. Yeah. We'll, Sondheim we'll is side by side by side. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so I mean, that's an influence. But, you know, if you want to talk about comics, my main sort of influences in comics are Rick Remender, okay. Eric Powell, mm-hmm. Doug Mench. Doug Mench. Doug Mench. Doug Mench. Yeah. I think it's Doug Mench. Moon Knight. Paul Galassi. Oh, yeah. The artist Paul Galassi. J. Scott Campbell. Yes. Um,. I mean Frank Miller before 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I think the audience knows how I feel about Frank Miller. Who else? <laughs> Whoever did Kristar, I mean, I think Kristar oh, the Christar saga was of the Crystal Warrior, which you'll have to Google. Hook, man. Yeah, I mean, Marvel's so, Kristar. What boys. happened was like Marvel, they did the GI Joe comic, and it yeah. was a huge hit. We're yeah. Like, oh, but we don't own GI Joe. We needed to start <gasps> a toy line. Oh wait, yeah, this is the 80s, right? It was in late, the 80s, yeah, 80s, early 80s, 1983. Oh, 83. Yes, okay. yes, yes. So they created Kristar with these see-through action figures, like they were crystallized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mag- Magmar was the villain, and yep. I mean, it was, it was I, I think, so. yeah, Jim Shooter, uh, you know, Jim Shooter was a ball buster. I love Jim it, Shooter. It was, it was an yeah. interesting era for Marvel because, I mean, they were literally trying to get away from all the classic Silver Age stuff, create their own thing, but at the same time, they still had to sell books. Yeah. Uh, also, I um, like where they are now. G- Jim yeah. Shooter, no, no matter what you, whether you love him or hate him, I mean, seriously, he, he let Bill freaking Sienkiewicz do what he did at the time yeah. on Moon Knight, and he, it's just yeah, some yeah. crazy experimental stuff. Now, mind you, Frank Miller was still, you know, very famous for... Daredevil, then then he then he, he, he and then Wolverine, um, yeah yeah and and Wolverine of course and I mean just those two quintessential projects at the time were just just off the hook. Then he gives um, Bill Sienkiewicz and Frank Miller carte blanche to do whatever you want to freaking do in a graphic novel form. Oh, the electric book. Oh my god, the electric book, and then there's, there's this cool ass um, Kingpin uh, uh, oh, yeah, story too. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, yeah that that oh my god, that stuff still left me. It, it made no, me. It made me who I am to be today. To uh, be he wrote it. Yeah, it was a Daredevil standalone graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, about the Kingpin. Yeah, about the Kingpin oh, okay. and his wife. It was a sixth graphic novel. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. They actually just recently, Marvel recently did a Kingpin series that was actually really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was impressed. Yeah, it, it, and Katsuhiro Otomo is an influence too. So, oh, oh, wonderful. Good, good. You didn't know that. Dude. I didn't <laughs> I, know that no. about myself. Oh wow, that was, <laughs> that was mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. See, I'm glad I asked Moments that question, buddy. He asked it. How about you? No, no, I did. Uh, well, That's my influences. Weird. Well, he's um, trying to escape by asking questions. I am. I'm, I'm the, the evasive, elusive Rafael Navarro. I thought you had the perfect curse. answer. Well, uh, <laughs> art in general literally influences me. But if you want to get really, really technical um, uh, for comic books, uh, let's just say we'll we'll go back to the very, very beginning. Jack and Stan. Everything that Jack Kirby and Stanley have yeah. ever done uh, is literally an influence to me, always and forever. Uh, some noted cartoonists I love and adore from the 30s and the 40s. Everybody from oh gosh, old 1930s, 40s um, brush guys like Milton Kenniff, Frank Robbins. Yeah. Oh gosh, um, uh, Noel Sickles. Uh, I'm, I'm seriously, I, I I lost my. Uh, my, my 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 spot in life. I think I should have been an action action adventure comic strip artist in the nineteen thirties and forties. You know, <laughs> drawing something cool. You know, 
you know, based in China. You bring in this pre-World War you bring in this noir, this, but like the, this all, yeah. this style back, though. Well, I like, mean, in I, your style, I love I, it. That's I didn't what know I was bringing today. it back. I mean, uh, Tyler, I've always had it. That's the thing. I mean, while everybody else was going through the little phases in life, I, I'm still drawing my comic books with this, you know, sense of simplicity is best. Is probably the best lesson I've ever yeah. learned in in in, uh, in comics, and I got that from Alex Toth as well as my father, because uh, both those guys literally told me to just get to the point, get to the truth, yeah. because the truth, a lot of the truth can get, can go really, really far, basically. Um, so those are comics, just just a small sample of comic book artists that, that I love and adore, by the way. Oh. Uh, but uh, um, um, art in general, oh my gosh, I mean, art writing-wise, I mean, I, I, we could talk about Hunter Thompson writing, we could talk about, yeah. <laughs> we could talk about uh, Aldous Huxley, we could talk about, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, um uh, Blade Runner of uh, uh, by a by oh my gosh I'm zoning here for a Philip second K. Philip K Dick and oh, everything yeah, oh, he's yeah. ever How done electric sheep or no wait. oh yeah, yeah. Enjoy dream of electric sheep. oh absolutely no I mean seriously uh, visualist Harlan Ellison for crying out loud even Howard Chaykin for that matter I I think he's one of the greatest minds that has ever graced Jim Stranko by the way we, we uh, forgot to mention well, Jim well, I mean well the, 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 like not I as said, a writer and, but as as an artist yeah. and as a friend too I mean yeah. uh, it's safe to say that I've been in this in, I've been in this industry long enough to say that some of my heroes while they were still alive, actually um, became my friend. Jim Stranko's um, still alive. No, he's alive and well. No, but there's many others that I'm sort of uh, well, kind of glazing over. And because... to that, Raphael, do you want to talk about each of you kind of about your 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 own origin stories and like what have you <laughs> what have you done in the past? Because I know I mean that radioactive spider that bit me when I was 12 and you know made yeah. me the point. You well, too? What other projects yeah, have you worked on? You've done some some pretty yeah, popular. See, all, oh, I, all I did was get radioactive uh, like procrastination. That's all I got. <laughs> well, there you go. well, I mean my my day job is animation and I, and I do um, uh, storyboards mostly for the man and um, I the man consisted of everybody Samuel from Samuel Jackson? Sorry. <laughs> that was like a throwback. Well, wow. Stan the Man. You actually did work with Stan. Uh, I did work with Stan the Man on Stripperella at Nickelodeon and yes uh, uh, the Stripperella animated cartoon series show? was drawn at Nickelodeon <laughs> even though it was technically a Viacom project. Yeah. yeah. Comedy Central late night. Yeah. When they, you, when they you, were... you know it brother. It's and you on. also worked on my favorite cartoon uh, yeah, of all I, time. I've worked on a few Batman projects in the past at WB plus uh, yep. uh, Oh gosh! What if I also worked at Nick? Uh, I'm sorry at uh, at uh, um, um, oh gosh, uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, cartoon. A few things there that I'm not al- allowed to speak about at the moment because they haven't come out yet. But uh, <gasps> but uh, safe to say I've worked on everything from Rugrats to Batman to Spider Man to Scooby Doo to um, everything else in between. Yeah. Basically anything that was going to bo- that was about to pay my mortgage payment, I suppose, <laughs> and feed my feed my cats. Absolutely. Wait, I have a couple questions. We there's there's two questions that we ask every single. Um, Every single guest that we have on, and this is actually the first time we've had an artist on. We've always tried to get artists on. Really? Yeah, they're always so busy. Like we Fire try away. to get Jock on. That was like the we put out one book a year. Ever? Yeah. <laughs> so we got we got time, man. So fire away, Tyler. Oh no, no, I didn't mean like that. I'm so. I mean no, uh, but yeah, no. Um, okay, so what do you guys do when you uh, suffer from writer's block or from like you know where you're having trouble, kind of like being. You know, p- putting things from your head onto paper. I'll be frank, Tyler. Um, I-, I know artists, really good, famous, talented people that I love and adore. Ma- matter of fact, I'll be frank, they're my heroes. And they're still alive, thank goodness. Um, one of their <laughs> good, biggest yeah. problems is that they look at the blank page and they just can't figure out what they are going to yeah. draw. I-, I like to say it's just their genius just taking over their, their self-doubt and just, just running rampant with it. Um, and that's okay. That's just a human trait. You know, we, we all hesitate. That's yeah. okay. I'm not kidding you. Um, when when I see a blank page, the first thing I want to do is I just cannot 
wait to fill it up with something. Yeah. That my biggest enemy right now, and I'm going to quote Charlie Chaplin, is time. Yeah. I just don't have enough time to get whatever I need to get done during the day, That's during the feel. month, during the year. <laughs> I mean, yes, I would like to clone myself and have the clone do all the work, or actually have the clone go to the day job or whatever I have to do to do what I have to, you know, uh, free myself to do what I really want to do. But to be quite frank, it's it's there's just not enough hours to do what we have to do during the day. I pretty much agree. I mean, like, I have stories upon stories upon, like, I could tell yeah. a million stories. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I'm at this position where I have only this amount of time to tell these stories. Yeah. I have a, a job, a life, yeah. a kid. So it's like, what do I choose to pursue? And if I had more time, I could, you know, do all of them, you know, but it, no, it's well, not my. Not one of the I things am. I admire about this guy is th- this man has, you know, he has limitless power when it comes to creativity. I mean, he never goes limp. Pardon the pun there. I, I mean, I, 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 w- I would kneel onto him, you know, whenever I get a chance to. But uh, n- this man is just no, 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 no. Seriously, this man is a is he's just a plethora of ideas. I mean, yep. and, and he is a ball of energy on, as well too. And I've been told I'm the same way too. So I mean, so ten twenty four on when <laughs> I'm trying my best, but go ahead. No, but that, no, that's perfectly fine. We're not working at the moment. We're just yeah. only being interviewed. We're but but seriously, yeah, I, I mean, this man charges me, inspires me, and um, you know, he literally motivates me. I mean, he literally motivated me from a, a a long depression that could have happened had he not been there after my father passed away, and vice versa. And I mean, we feel each other, and that's you know that's what good comrades do you know we we look after one another and we take care of each other and you know we're always there for them when you find that kind of create creative relationship with an artist a writer whatever that's an amazing thing so you you got to treasure it you know yeah absolutely yeah and you're pushing each other yeah yeah and supporting each other and absolutely (laughs) firing against the enemies too (laughs) that too you have that one person just pushes you and there's plenty you're doing it yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay wait so okay so you like to be creative um do you do you like kind of like just always creating you know uh, your own stories do you ever like just start thinking as like well like a continuance like maybe for a movie or a comic book like if something were to be like a mini series like oh i can continue it and you kind of just kind of like map it out in your head i do that a lot i love i love sure. like kind of working on, on other franchises like and stuff. Yeah. yeah i had like that perfect Pirate sequel. Then they just kept making them. Uh, <laughs> well, the possibilities are endless. I mean, so long as like, you don't yeah. hesitate yourself. Yeah. I mean, you look at that blank page. Remember, you must always have that ardent desire to fill it up no matter what. Yeah. You can put yourself in the place to, like, when, because they're going to keep making those movies. Yeah. So your goal, because, like, I, I love doing my own thing, but I also love, like, my favorite thing ever is Battlestar Galactica. Sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I got to write a Battlestar Galactica in 2009. I got to work with Richard Hatch. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. What? It's what? it's called Echoes of New Caprica. It came out in two thousand nine. So I pitched I like several that. stories. I pitched one. You that, cosplayed as 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 yeah. one of Starbuck. Starbuck. Yeah, yeah. Like Starbuck. Yeah, yeah no. Look I, at I, but I didn't realize you did that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you can buy that right now. You can buy it like yeah. probably for a dollar forty five on Amazon. <laughs> I want it. Or the so, or, or the dollar but, rack over at the but comic the shop. The setup to that was I, I I worked at Tokyo Pop for like five years doing adaptations. So somebody would translate it. I would Americanize the translation. Yeah. And then they started getting into OGN, original graphic novel manga. And uh, the first project I pitched was Star Trek. So I worked on Star Trek. I did a Star Trek. Uh, the Trial, which was a Kafka meets yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Trek thing. Which I did some designs for you on a plane No, ride. you did yeah. the Battlestar one. No, no. Oh, wait, I, I did do yeah, that too. No, no, but I remember designing literally the... Um, 
the layout of the the court. Remember, Don't with, be with, bitter. Well, you know, <laughs> no, there 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 is a story where. Oh where, yeah, there was. Yeah, there was I a, remember that. There's, yeah. a, there's a story behind that. Uh, I actually wanted. I really, really, really want because I'm a big Battlestar fan. By the way, I really, 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 really be. wanted yeah. to work on the the Battlestar project with my dear friend right there. But um, um, the powers that be at the time said nay. Well, you weren't. You're not. You're about as far away from manga as you can. Well, get. heaven forbid mm-hmm. that I actually have a you know original vision as opposed <laughs> to just they trying to draw on that ma- traditional yeah, I, I manga style that, that all those mindless sheep have to draw. Did you that guys time? know that she Trisha dressed as Caprica Six for Ooh. Halloween? The actress like pulled the pulled the dress out oh, of her closet. Year? Yeah, and was like, "I'm gonna be Caprica Six again." Oh, wow. It's been like ten years. She looks amazing. She Is was it at, on Instagram? Yeah, she was at Michael Rosenbaum's party. So if you look up any of their. Yeah, that, was, that was like yesterday, photos. wasn't it? Yeah, it was like two days ago, and I was like, so, I died. It was so I'm amazing. a huge Battlestar yeah. fan. Please forgive yeah. the cartoon hearts yeah. floating over my head at the moment. Yeah. That is an awesome story. Right? You know, we're and big she looks fans incredible, of Trisha, but I'm, just like, it's yeah. so unfair. I'm sure she does. She's like a biker and stuff. She's Her and Katie go biking. But that's awesome. Cool. But uh, yeah, so I wrote, I, I pitched a, a ton of stories, One like one of which was specifically for Richard Hatch to write. Yes. And uh, the editor, Lewis, he's like, oh, surely he's too busy. I was like, no, Richard Hatch would get in there. Because Richard Hatch gets so attached to his characters that he wanted to explain Zarek and why he did what he did. And so we went out for sushi, and and, and Lewis is like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. This only pays $1,000. Like, it's going to take up so much of your time. And Richard's like, you got dinner, right? And and, and he's like, yeah. So he signed up, and so that was our, like, sort of celebrity hook when we did the little promotional tour. So cool. So much good video of that, and... Like that guy is is the dude that inspired me to like, like when I was a kid in Ohio, like five six years old, I'd watch Battle, uh, Battlestar Galactica and yeah. like yeah, I mean that was that was what really drove me to be a creator. Yeah, and and damn silent. He was an actor back then, but yeah. but he was kind of a father figure to me. Yeah, so. I mean his the character he was playing, I, I can also relate to that. I mean the character he was playing as as um um. You know, uh, Commander Dama's uh, uh, firstborn. Uh, and he adopted Boxy. And he bo- adopted Boxy. I mean, he was one of the most noblest characters I've ever seen and experienced on television. And literally, you know, I, I think I mentioned this at his, um, at his uh, memorial. Uh, as memorial, too. I mean, he was a huge influence in me uh, just becoming the person that I am, just trying to find the right thing to do all the time for everybody. Yeah. I mean, just to, to always be there for, for whoever is they you know they need from you? What's our next project now? I think we should. Oh my <gasps> goodness! Oh yeah, there is a project between Excuse the next Guns of Blazing project. Breaking news! Folks. Oh, breaking news! Wait, 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 wait. So we're getting a yeah. dual, or so we're getting we're getting a um, a bigger issue. Well, I told yeah. you the that blank six, page yeah. that and always then, needs to get filled. Yeah, it, it's it is the absolute truth, yeah. folks. So we're getting that and and new. And there's I something mean, it else. It might be two years down the road, but no. Um, that's awesome. No, it'll. So it was something we always talked about with him. Yeah, we wanted to do a thing. It was like sort of like Dark Knight meets Buck Rogers. Hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, definitely definitely science fiction. And I'm not kidding you. Um, if the character, the lead character, does have a certain resemblance to a particular Richard Hatch that we know and love and still, yeah. you know, miss, it's um, our, don't our be surprised. Jam. Seriously, um, That's amazing. Because he yes. was look, the, the the inspiration for that. I mean, it was it was a story I wrote as a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, which is even got better. a cheesy name. Which is the reason why we have oh, to do it. Oh, what is it? Sleek Star. Yeah. Love it. Yes. <laughs> love it. Sleek Star. It's like the most Sleek 80s, Star. like, fucking in, yeah, in the logo. I, I, yeah. I love I it. I hope you don't, you'll let me design the logo. You'll make it look oh better. Oh, my but, goodness, please. But it's like design. chrome and lightning. No, dude. no, that, you know that's what? what I was aiming for without yeah. question. It, 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 it gets me like, like the, the name Blade Runner. 
Yeah. Yeah, Sleek yeah. Star. Sleek Star. Sleek Star. So you star. Just slide right off of it. Yeah. That could have been. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Some sharp edges of the logo. Cosplayers will be doing this in like 2019. Maybe. It's I coming. hope so. Well, we already but, got um, it better. It, it's, it, yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's like a riff off Star Trek 2 a little bit, but... um. Uh, like Richard would be upstairs, like doing the autograph celebrity thing, and I was like, "Oh man, like it would be so cool if we could booth together." Mm. And yeah. like I had this old idea, like as a kid, maybe we can bring that back. And Ralph agreed to draw it. Sure, man. So we and and he's like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd come down there because I think I don't know if they charge those guys or what, but right, yeah." So the plan was make this book. He'd be down there signing with us, and if a movie deal comes out of it, cool. If yeah. not, we'll just have a good time. We'll you know right. we'll. He loves to he well he he loved <laughs> yeah. tequila. H- hanging out with Richard was always fun too. So I mean yeah. you know my it is gosh so cool. When I think it says something that like he was at every convention. He was like he was there. <laughs> like and actually I'm not, <laughs> this is probably a bad story to tell you guys. But like my friend Lily and I who was Caprico with me and and um the the poison ivy in my Harley Quinn. But um <laughs> she and I like w- we made like a joke of it because we would always be like oh my god Richard Hatch is coming to this convention I can't believe it because he was always he never there. Never comes yeah. to anything because he's always there and it was like this running joke right. where every time we'd be like looking through the schedule like oh my god Richard Hatch right. we love him we love BSG and like did you ever interact with me him? and Joe Dante? Yeah, we, we got yeah. to meet him and say hi once, and it was just like, I, I think it's so cool, though, really saying that he was at every convention. He was meeting fans all the time. He yeah, was there, the and he was present, and that's, too. you know, yeah. we made a big joke just out like of it, us. but it was, yeah, it's well, something that's really special show. and treasured. Oh, Mike and Raph are going to be at this show. Yeah. It's Who knew? Mike and Raph, oh, well, my God. Well, every convention, though. I'm like, we got to go see the guys. Yeah, like, I, I always is, have to so. stop by y'all's booth. I, I I think I tell you everything. I was like, I had to come by. I had to come by and say hi to you guys. You know, there's there there are some creators, and I won't name names, but I won't. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you will. They Have worry it about oversaturation, and it, it, it might be a thing. It's like I think about it. It's like you know, I, I thought like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this con this year, you know, but I want to, you know. Yeah. But someone like, oh, you know, people get too used to my presence, and and they know I'll be there. They take it for granted. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go away for two years, and then when I come back, it'll be huge. But like for me, but like it's like you you want to have that relationship and like I don't know for for me like you know like especially when we did the panel at Comic Con we've done panels throughout this whole year I don't right. think I could ever just like not get excited to see the same people here it's like you're here like the Again, it's like, it's, yeah. it's like <laughs> this right. panel's probably not not gonna change at all but you're here like I don't know Tyler right. like, friends you build relationships yeah, yeah. yeah. guys seriously uh, was it over the past weekend at Stanley Comic that was technically officially our last show of the of year yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. because I cannot say no I still have uh, another like show four more shows no no actually I only have two more shows <laughs> one is two weeks from now the Latino Comic Book Expo at the uh, <gasps> at the Museum of Latin American Art by the way uh, November 11th Hey, Javier, yeah, sounds uh, like play. yeah. Javier's involved in it and everything. Awesome. Yeah, without question. Hello. Yeah, I most certainly shall. Uh, come on down, please. Uh, uh, but uh, I'm also doing the Salinas Comic Con a week before Christmas, and oh that's just something I just need to just do. Yeah. I mean, that's unofficially Guns and Blazing related, but I'm still gonna. No, it's definitely, official. You're there. Uh, well, I mean, I guess so. But go offic- and say hello. He takes but, commissions, people. It's like seeing yeah. Paul McCartney without John Lennon, but whatever. <laughs> well, that's a, yeah, it's just 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 just, just like Paul McCartney. Same, but it's still good. Yeah, it's just Paul McCartney and Amoeba, you know, singing old songs about his long lost, you know, dear friend, you know, John. Please the, sing songs about me. I'll sing about you all the time. The so no problem. <laughs> refuses yeah. to do my shows this year. Uh, <laughs> Multi feet. But but I mean, what all comes down to is, I mean, I um, 
grasp every moment you can. I mean, yeah. embrace the people that put you where you're at. I mean, uh, when I hear people say, oh, I'm going to just take this next year off because I'm so self-important, self, you know, in, into myself and my own delusion of what value I really have to offer. I mean, you lose track of the yeah. people, you know, that brought you where you're at at well, the moment, you know, and that's sad. You're putting yourself on a pedestal on something where it's just like, like, for me, comics are... It's not like movies. It's not like something a TV show where it's like mainstream and like everybody's in on it. It's like this is comic books. This is where, especially like, you know, when we all grew up. I mean, it wasn't until recently, I guess, unfortunately, Big Bang Theory. But like comics <laughs> wasn't really. I, I hate sure. Big Bang Theory. But like, I it wasn't a norm. It, well, people didn't think about it. I mean, they hear oh, comic books, and like, and that's things. It brought us together. These cons brought us together. These writers yeah. brought us together. They created these characters and created these stories that we can talk to intimately with our friends right. you know and and be proud of ourselves and be proud of them and just really feel love for something and also feel like inclusive and the fact that they're just like oh i'm not gonna go this year because they've seen me enough you're like dude like we're still a yeah. team like you, you can't just do that what like i don't exactly. know and, and it's we, delusional we because we want to see yeah. you we want to yeah. see we want to see you guys absolutely and i think it shows <laughs> like i mean as a fan of you guys and like it's not a con unless i'm going to say hi and no. you guys are yeah. and yeah. also you can see, yeah you. like oh my gosh and rafael's so sweet every time he like i'm like let me see your sketchbook because <laughs> it's my favorite like i love looking through all your new stuff and like we were even talking about like he scans them and puts them online so check out his facebook no. but um <laughs> but it's not the same as seeing them in, in person and, and yeah. you know they're beautiful and like getting Thank to experience you. that and chat I'm with you guys, and yeah, you're also beautiful, both of you. Your friendship is beautiful. Are you talking about our art? But um, <laughs> both all, all of the above. But yeah, like it's such a special thing, and I, I think it's, it's so much fun. And like your booth is always fun, and you guys dress yeah. up, and you're always looking dapper. And so it's yeah, crazy. I was gonna talk yes, about. I, was gonna that. Yeah. Yeah. I came back to you. So <laughs> I something I picked up, but it's something that like was naturally inside me anyway. But I, I read uh, Larry Young's book, uh, True Facts. And it's like, you know, you're going to a convention, there's Paramount Studio, there's, you know, Warner Brothers. All these guys are going to have balloons, they're going to have posters, they're going to have t-shirts they're giving everybody. Yep. What do you do to compete with that? <laughs> you got to yeah. be the bunny. You got to be the booth bunny. You got to be the booth, babe. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. so. I mean, it, it's like a lot. Of, I mean, like, I can't whistle, but. I mean, I, I don't know that much about <laughs> her, to be honest. But, like, this yeah. is how I thought. Like, Lady Gaga, David Bowie, and all them. Like, I want to be different. I'm you got to perform, yeah. yeah exactly. You're going like, to the prom. Andy Kaufman. I mean, <laughs> yeah. constantly. So. We pay a lot of money to be at some of these shows. Like, yeah. Comic-Con, it's oh, minimum goodness. five grand. If Ooh. that. So you're going to yep. show up in your Ooh. fucking T-shirt and your, in your jeans? <laughs> yeah, you know, your your, 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 day, your, yes. your black yeah. man, your, your Batman no. black, uh, uh, you know, cut Big off. Big Bang Theory shirt. Sure. You know, no, no, it's horrible, get up. Terrible. Bazinga. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Tyler, I'm not kidding you. Since the very, 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 very beginning of my comic book career, I have always shown up at comic conventions with a suit and a tie. Yeah. Why? Because I'm, I'm I'm an inner Motown, you know, singer, musician, you know, that sort of era. And, um, yeah, I mean, you want to look presentable. You want to look professional. Yeah. And, you know, the last thing you want to do is you, you don't want to just look like you're just, you know, just rolled out of bed and, hey, look at me, man. I I do art and everything. And yeah. So, no, I mean, you know, be, be be respectful of who you are and what you do. I mean, if, if you have that sort of sense of, of, of worth, you know, you know, already there, you you just let your work speak for you afterwards. Exactly. I mean, you know, um, it's a sense of professionalism. I got that from Strangle, to be quite frank, too. See, like, I, I, yeah. When we yeah. start tabling, I want to yeah. dress up more. It's like, I think for me, it's like, I don't know if you... It's fun, too. It's, yeah, it's absolutely. Really cool, yeah. But, like, I'm known, I have been called this by multiple people at conventions. Sure. I'm, call, I'm known as, a con, as the con puppy. 
<laughs> I don't know <laughs> if you guys have noticed. Yeah, I, I run around and okay. I hug everybody and I can't. She's seen me. I you can't. Legs? I, I, I not anymore. I learned. I got I, after a couple spray. You know, after a couple yeah. spray balls, sprayed. You learn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like, and, and I, uh, I think you said it great. Well, you kind of called it prom. Like I've always joked about Comic Con being nerd prom. Yeah, it like, is. Like Halloween's I mean, pretty chill for me because like I dress I up at prom. the. And if you approach it from the rock and roll perspective, which we do, right? Like, you guys are the rock we, stars. We do like prom. shows at the Troubadour, which is like local comic shops, yeah. and, then we, and then we go yeah. to Wembley Stadium, yep. which is Comic Con. That's yeah. Wembley. Fuck. That's yeah. the biggest show in the world. It We've been doing it for 20 years, and it's the yearly Olympics. And yeah, so we. Go all out. Yeah. We we get new banners. We yeah. design redesign yeah. the booth. We think of new ways to present ourselves. We, we actually have to coordinate our 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 on our yeah, our, we, we our, 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 our every morning. Like I'm wearing white. What what are you wearing today, Mike? Well, well I'm wearing you know you're wearing red. red. No, what? those are supposed to be white. No, no, but if you're white and I'm red, you're like the angel. I'm the devil. <laughs> Which yeah. is also great. And, well, and it worked out just fine, by the way. Which that happens. So. But yeah, you guys look great, and like so many people, I think part of that community is dressing up and, and yeah. wearing your fandom. And like, I mean, I'm like Black Canary or Harley Quinn or Wolverine I mean, or whatever. Is, but so yeah. yeah, you guys are looking so sharp in your suits, and I yeah, think it's appropriate for the book, and it's appropriate for. <laughs> for when I'm stuck at the table, I'm gonna dress up. But it's it's too hard for me because I I'm just I'm I'm just I I well load in day. Right, just I'm no give you some advice. Huh? Load in day something right. where. Wear something that's like loose and sexy. Yeah. <laughs> that breathes. Like like where your muscles kinda of bulge a little when you're putting up the yeah. table. No, I wear I have like a jersey like the, like the sleeveless. Oh my god. Remember that day I, that I was the sex. I Ooh, was called the sex. Actually you were. And it was like was little hilarious. shorts and a dollar uh necklace on. Yeah. Man. Uh, Tyler, I repeat, do not and I repeat, do not wear your three piece, you know, a, a mohair suit literally when or you're corduroy. about to set up your yeah, or corduroy. <laughs> literally as you're about to set up your table. That's why oh, you bring yeah. your Shorts and your remember that time and we like Batman pulled up on the curb you know? and asked the, the the guard to watch our car for forty bucks. <laughs> yes, I do. We brought all our shit upstairs. That was at Comic Con. <gasps> you can't do that anymore. No, but that no, was no. Like but that, that was a mad, that was a magical moment. You know what the magical moment was when uh, actually we've had many cars break down along the way, but the most magical moment was when Mike's car broke along the way and we had it towed literally to the hotel and then literally oh, yeah, towed we showed to, up at Comic Con. Comic Con back of a, a, a tow truck. Oh my god, not a tow truck, but like a tow. It was like a tow van. It was yeah, flat, flat, flatbed. It was ridiculous, and um, it was straight out of Mad Max. It was just you know we, we literally survived <laughs> this. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome yeah. with yeah. the camels. Do what you have to do to get to the con. Oh, yeah, God. exactly what. Yeah, we do whatever it takes. We've to, never to, been to late for a show. No, no, knock no. on. Yeah, yeah. Knock on, uh, I'm sure Richard would he be here to debate that, but you know he's not here, so there you go. No, we've never been late. Not really, really late, but no. I'll tell a funny, dirty Richard story. Remember Starkings? Starkings, yeah. So uh, Dick Stockings, like actually, the first show we did together, it was like, oh my, it was up in Anthony Liano's show. We we did the flyers. Oh for yes, it, apparently. I do remember that show. Yes, uh, but so Richard, what show, like, what show was it though? Like what was it called? Sacramento Satcon oh, okay. twenty Satcon, yeah. twelve or whatever. Yeah, something like that. So Richard's it's hard like, to say Satcon. I was like, do you want to Satcon? Yeah, you do a lot of sitting there. Satcon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Richard, do you want to ride with us? He's like, what time are you leaving? Like, uh, the show starts at noon. Probably leave around seven. It's like a you know four hour drive. No, <laughs> I'm leaving at 4 a.m. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Wait, Richard would be like really, really, really early to things? No, Richard goes to bed really, 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 really diligent. early too. Yeah. Um, so he leaves at four, yes, right? You know what? He told me that once. So he gets there and he's all set up. And me and Raf roll in like maybe five minutes after showtime, but it takes us like 10 minutes to set up. Yeah. yeah I'm like, hey, how's it going, Richard? I've been here since. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's Ten. four thirty. <laughs> so which is fine. <laughs> and shows they, they kind of the, the the swell of a show is it starts a little slow, it builds, it builds, it gets really good and busy. Then it starts to kind of fizzle. It dwindles. So like naturally, Richard was there through the busy, and it starts fizzling. And he starts packing up, and it's like three thirty. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm tired. I've been up since four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, oh that, that's what he's like." Because like, I said, Here, yeah. "Do you want to ride with us?" He's like, "No, I'm a professional." <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he take the train? No, he drove. Oh, he, no, he did drove? drove. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's like, "I'm a professional." That was the thing. So he's like, "I'm like, you're, what are you doing packing up?" He's like, "I've been up since four. I was like, I thought you were a professional. We're staying until the end. That's right. <laughs> it's like, all about timing and how much you know stamina you have. And you well, I mean, you you also just have to balance yourself too. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, Richard's an early riser. I know that for a fact, and and he he works super super hard. What what he does literally for a living is just uh, amazing. And and yeah, you no, know, just to have yeah. the energy to what, to do what he does is astounding. But then you also have to do the show. Then you have to literally set up, and you got to go through all the, the the mishaps that you have to do to set up for a show. And then the show goes, and if you know you're already running on like you know all all pistons, you know no holes barred <laughs> with guns blazing. Pardon the pun. Ooh. And poor Richard, um, you know he. You know, uh, it, it mean you know the show mean if that song? if uh, poor Richard it should be now it should be now, but um um you know if the show is not working up to the level that you've been preparing for yeah it might be a bit of a disappointment at that point so you know in in Richard's defense uh, you know if he needed to go to bed at that time <laughs> good for him you know that just, well I you know, think he drove back that night too yeah you know, I, 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 you I and I were staying well up you know there. we we also have the the you know the devil's energy sometimes I mean <laughs> we we just cannot stop we're like ever ready bunny rabbits you know. Just wind yeah. us up and watch us go. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Awesome. I think we have two more questions. Yeah. Do have, or do you have another question? I'm good for now. Let's hear them. All righty. Uh, what, so what comic series actually got you into comic books when you were younger? Um, oh, gosh. Um, that was in the 1970s. Um, the 1990s? Oh, you look yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Yo, dog, what's up, man? That was back when I was doing my beats and everything in 1970. Young blood. <laughs> Millennial. Yeah, young blood. That's right, man. Young blood. Young blood. Yeah, my blood was very young. Old image. No, no, no. I'm very proud of my age. And uh, I think the very first comic book I bought was uh, Captain America 181. Oh, wow. Yeah, got, it was uh, drawn by two. Frank Robbins. Uh, yeah, it was uh, right in the middle of that whole uh, uh, Captain America decided to be not be Captain America anymore because of all the things that was going on with Watergate. And he was sort of embarrassed to, to represent America at the time because it was a very sad time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I walked in at the most weirdest, weirdest time to to you know to, to read comic books and a very political. Part it was a very, very political time, and I had no idea what was going on because I was only like six years old at the time. But man, those books were really, really cool. Um, yeah, uh, Sal Buscema, John, uh, uh, Frank Robbins, one of my dearest favorite artists of all time, was drawing the book at the time, and uh, yeah, it made a major impact on me. And then Jack Kirby came about two years later when I was. Six, seven, eight, one ninety-three, right? Mad uh, Bob. Uh, uh, yeah, well, actually, one ninety-three. Mad Bomb, Yeah, uh, he took wow. over after Frank Robbins's run, and that was just off the hook. And at the same time, <laughs> I was also reading the Captain America and the Fantastic Four reprints uh, of of uh, was a uh, Marvel's Greatest Comics and Marvel Double triple Feature, action. Marvel Triple Action as well. Those are the Avengers ones, and that's how I got my Silver Age education at a very, very early age. And those were the books that mean the world to me. Did you ever get to meet Jack Kirby? Uh, yes, I met him twice. Uh, so uh, no, that was a godsend. The one I regret not really speaking to was Frank Rosetta. He was at a comic convention. And he was uh, behind the table. I did wave at him, and he waved back, and that was my only connection I ever had with a man, and this man has literally influenced everything I've ever done. See, like, I, 
one person I want to meet more yeah. than anything is Dennis O'Neill, and I'm friends with him on Facebook and everything. Sure, and I, I've literally sent him a message, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "Hey, I hope you're doing well. I'm a big fan of yours. Thank you so much for your, uh, you know, for the for accepting me as your yeah. friend." And he who goes, "Who are you?" And no, and he was he was like, "Thank you so much. That's really great. You can message me anytime." I've always been too afraid to message him back. He's do so it. nice. Do it, dude. Do it. Seriously, that was that was like that I, was like um, four or five years ago. So. Tyler, I, what's he I, doing I, now? Is he is he working? I I know he's been limiting his cons, but yeah. like I he doesn't. I mean, I mean, of course, of his age, he doesn't really. He's not active on Facebook as, as much as you think. He'd probably love fine. for you to interact with him. Uh, that would be awesome. I would. Tyler, please interact. It. I mean, the, the question. I mean, the creeper. Oh, not Steve sure. Ditko, but yeah. still. I mean, yeah, but still, his, I mean, his Batman one was, was, Batman, ama- was yeah. amazing. He brought back Joker. Joker sure, was sure, out sure. of comics yeah, until him. Yeah. The, yeah. the three river, three ray revenge. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like my last Neil Adams, Denny O'Neill, two fifty one. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They brought him back from the dead and made him a psychopathic killer again. He was dead. Well, they, remember, Joker was out of comics for 11 years. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they took him out of comics because he was annoying. They basically made him a, a, a well, prankster, yeah. and people were just like not buying his comics He anymore, was so annoying just, at the late 50s uh, because at that point he was a, a, a mere, a, a mere he shadow voting once was. an 11-year absence. Yeah. Which, just yeah. mentioning the prankster, I have to throw in. Have you guys seen the Mark Hamill cartoon? Yeah. Recently? Have you seen it? No. Which one? It's oh, like the one? prankster, <laughs> the Joker, and the actual... Or Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Um, the trickster, the Joker, and actual Mark Hamill. And Swamp Thing. And Swamp, Swamp Thing has a little cameo at the end. That is hilarious. Yeah. So I'm surprised you ever heard of Raphael. But yeah, well, like, uh, and no, so it's all like shocking. he gets kidnapped by Trickster and Joker. That's and he does all the voices. All four. And he's all and heck. It's so okay, well, fun. If you go sense. on his Twitter, it's on there, like YouTube it, but it's I'm so gonna, funny. I'm going to have to look, at, look after that. But, but getting back to, um, um, yes, he was. But getting back to, uh, <laughs> Tyler, getting back to your, uh, um, um, please. Please do 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 try to make contact with the people that you love and respect Seriously, right now. You don't yeah. know how long they're going to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I met um, Jerry Robinson like four months before he passed away, and I ha- I have a signed thing of, him, of uh, uh, issue of Joker with. I, oh my gosh. I, I corresponded with Alex Toth via those little 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 cards. Um, Toth was a very uh, interesting individual. He only would speak to people via postcards. He would write these long epic Ooh. things. Literally, yeah. I should show you one of those cards. Side. It looks like a madman just wrote them. Some some insane so Unabomber. Cool. Style kind of guy, and he draw a little little drawing. I, I I think he drew me a little duck in, in in one of them, if I recall. Then he drew me like a little Batman, like this weird looking kind of gangster looking guy. But yeah, that's awesome. Um, go out of your way, reach yeah. reach them. I will. You might you'll be, be happy you did. I'll yeah, you'll be you happy again, you did, and Dennis. you also may have made their day too. Believe it. They, they live for these yeah. things. By ask the way, as creators, and how does it feel for you guys then when people come to you with that? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm always flattered. Anybody cares? I mean, I'm I'm still very down to earth. I suppose. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, what I do for a living is it's just what I do for a living, and it, I, I am shocked and surprised that it is it means the world to some people. And I'm like, oh wow, dude, I didn't know that the Rugrats was like a huge influence. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, I remember we were high when we did that. And we just <laughs> that, and I share all these little silly anecdotes with his dad. Hated I mean, the world. Yeah, and Mark Hamill too. No, well, that's <laughs> like as somebody who's amazing. been cosplaying as Harley Quinn for almost 10 years like yeah. I remember meeting you and we like kind of became friends and then I found out that you did Batman animated yeah. series and I was like what? <laughs> I found out and, like, I found out for, through, yeah, through you. Yeah like it's great and you guys are so humble and like you've done well, so much and you've told so well yes. But no but you tell these amazing stories and people can read Guns Blazing and, and realize you know you guys create such amazing work. Um, well we actually I mean you know we do it actually I would say one big reason is for that. I mean I'm a big fan of a lot of things, yeah. you know, as am I, by the way. So I know I, I know what it's like to be in that position where you're a fan of of something, and mostly like my like when there's somebody I adore and I tell them like it's been good, 
I don't want to be the the time it's bad. You yeah. know, it's like I want to, like like a lot of my fans have actually become like actually really good friends, and uh, so you know, it's like, you know, I, I put my energy into this. You liked it, like holy shit! You you're in my heart. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like you like what we did and the effort we put into it. Like we're not like sitting around in some studios like, oh, please make this thing. And yeah, yeah, right. No, this is this is our heart not, and soul. Yeah, it's I our mean, heart and soul. if it resonates with you, that there's a good chance we have a lot it, in common. It, it's, it's a job that we believe in. I mean, uh, uh, getting back to how uh, people's relationships change uh, uh, through time. Uh, in my day job, I um, I safe to say that some of my the directors I've worked with through many of the shows I've worked on are literally some of my closest, dearest yeah. friends. I mean, they were there at my lowest of lows and my highest of highs, and uh, it's safe to say that I still hold them very, very dearly to my heart and that would have not happened had we just actually not just had the common you know decency of of just talking to one another but but also just reaching towards one another even beyond the work yeah you know because there are people that are there are living breathing that create these things they i remember my my, one of my earliest recollections in, in 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 comics was that um Written by Stan Lee, drawn by Jack Kirby, you know, you know, uh, you know that sort of thing. I mean, when I read credits in comics like this, I realized these are real people. Yeah, they're sitting somewhere in some office somewhere, and I found out they was in New York. I was say it took and me I, years. And I said to myself, self, this this is what I want to do. I mean, this is whatever these guys are doing. Same thing with the credits you see on like Super Friends, you know, of uh, 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 designs by Alex Toth, you know, Jerry Eisenberg, that sort of thing. Uh, um, I said, no, dude, some of these names. I mean, these are real people that are working on these things and I, I I must be a part of them. Yeah. Somehow, some way I will do that. And that was my epiphany at um, age six, you know? <sighs> so cool. I, so I guess I'm a lifer. And so I, that's my... like why we all love comics, right? Is we love good stories. And yeah, absolutely. Comics, like, like we don't, me it. and Raph don't need anybody to approve like, oh, like there, you know, you can do it but this or that or budgetary constraints. Like, it's a pure form of expression. Yeah. You know, so it's like. At, at least our comics are. I mean, you know, a, a job is a job is a job is a yeah. job. I mean, yeah. if you're told to do something like this and it's got to be done this sort of way and it's got to be drawn that sort of way and it's got to be written that sort of oh, way. We've both been through that. Yeah, like, we've been both, we've yeah. both been through that. I mean, it's just a format. But however, uh, Guns of Blaze and Sonambula, those things, I mean, the, the stuff that belongs to us, I mean, that, it's that unfiltered. is. Unfiltered. Yeah, for better unfil- or for worse. It is truly us, literally, yeah. without question. It, it's unfiltered, and yet, it, but it's also just your imagination finally, like, being able to just blow up. And by the way, taking things we've learned from when we were filtered, like like when I did Star Trek, uh, I I went full Kafka on it. It was like weird and fucking surreal and shit. (laughs) Yeah. And like my editor at Tokyo Pop loved it and and like, this is great. And then they sent it to CBS and CBS had like 12 valid questions. Like, why did Kirk do this? Why did they say that there? Like, what does this mean? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, it's their baby. That's why Kafka is a very, very. uh, (laughs) I mean, like Kafka, you just do a lot of drugs and you spill out. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't do, but but anyway. So CBS had some very valid questions. So I reined it in, and I think it was better for it. You know, so challenge. Yeah. But then you're playing with characters that are pre-existing and that you know live in this world already. Versus here, you're creating your own characters. Yeah. They are beloved, yeah. and they come with form. You know, a, a certain show bible that you have to answer to. But Pretty yeah, much, yeah. So you know, take risks from time to time. That's all I have to say. Yeah, screw we, the show bibles. We, we we had a past guest. I can't remember who we who it was. Um, I can't remember. Maybe it was Mark Guggenheim. 
Uh, but they were saying, uh, but they said like, I would go crazy. I would just like write, like I basically he would be like, I would have all this build up and just write everything I would want and then leave it alone for a couple weeks and go back and be like, all right, I need to, I need to pull back now. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, maybe I unloaded too much on this. <laughs> but, uh, but like I, I find, I find myself doing that all the time, especially with doing these podcasts. I'm like, I'm going to say this one thing. And then I listen to it. I go, no, I'm emitting that out. <laughs> right, I have a question for you. What's the one, th- one question you ever always wanted to ask a guest, but. Okay, actually, it was, yeah, I was too afraid. To. Aim it to both of us, by the way. It was actually really, really funny because I just did a panel for Indie Comics Day. Oh, sorry, Indie Author Day. I did two yeah. different panels, and uh, it was really funny because it got brought up. This question got brought up, and now Michael Tanner. I don't know if you know Michael Tanner. Yeah, the Boy Scout. Fantastic guy. Yeah, Junior Braves. I love sure. that. I love that. He's a great guy, a fantastic guy, and has be, become my friend, and he's amazing. Uh, and he, uh, and uh, he, I kind of. Anyways, the question was, what is the worst review you've gotten from your book? And he basically said, you have to ask every single one of your guests this question. So that was going to be the last question of the All night, right. was, Mike, which was, what is the worst did, review did you've ever had? Did we have a ever for Guns of Blazing? <laughs> Ooh. I, don't, I, I can't really think of this one, to be quite This art is frank. too good. Yeah. The writing's uh, too not, powerful. Not at least not Lewis just, said he least. likes to wipe his ass with copies because he likes the paper stock. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis, no, that is such that's okay. no. That's Thanks, a great. That, that's a. That's I mean, a positive, it is quality man. paper. I feel like I've gotten bad reviews though, like on some things, like Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the worst review I got was for my Battlestar book. <laughs> <laughs> what they say it's on Amazon. If you look Battlestar Galactica: Echoes of New Caprica up on Amazon, yeah. the re- the review was nobody said this was a a comic book and not a movie. <laughs> I'm Which glad they know the, the best difference. Worst review. That like, is amazing. She was literally upset that she didn't understand the format <laughs> of manga. She right. thought it was she was getting a new Battlestar Galactica movie nobody had ever heard of. Wow. wow. Okay. Amazing. And that's why I love the question because that's like, hilarious. I was on a panel of five yeah. different creators: Michael yeah. Kogi, who did uh, Empire of the Wolf, yeah, yeah, um, and uh, and a couple other people, and and. Yeah, it was just really funny. Michael was just like, why don't you just ask us? I think he, I already told him that I wanted to ask this question always, and that was always too much of a... Well, it's you a laugh about and it. By the way, I <laughs> yeah. don't think... I think that's a bad thing that I don't have bad reviews because that means not enough people are seeing it because yeah. somebody's yeah. always going to find well, something. Not everybody's going to agree or love what you do. I yeah. mean, uh, I, I'm just trying to reach back into the, the coils of my memory, Raphael, too. you suck. Yeah, Raphael, <laughs> you there, suck. There it is. But no. why? <laughs> uh, no, I, I guess the, 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 the most criticism I've ever gotten for Sonambula, at least going back to that project, was that it wasn't in color. See, because there was this big demand that comic books, if you wanted to, them to be legitimate at the time, they must be in color. If, they, if you wait, don't wait, have year, a color comic book... What year did you book, start? I started in 1994. Four nineteen ninety five with with Sonambula, yeah. That and was that, around. I mean, Black Hole came out around that time, and everybody. I remember that whole up, uproar about that indie. Well, that comic. guy did it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. Thanks a lot. The partnership is broken. I'm glad in this somebody moment. did. I completely misinterpreted that. It was also the. It was just also the 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 audience perspective of things. Yeah, I mean, it, it, if it didn't have a certain look that was recognizable, it must yeah. be in color. It must have some guy with a thigh belt and 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 right. you know a, a, an afternoon shadow like all comic books comic books were at the time yeah if it didn't have a certain image <laughs> comic style appeal to it then obviously it's not going to go anywhere and that's how people were just rating things i mean it's just yeah. it's just you know i guess the ignorance of people or or the fear of trying something different and something new at the time and that was yeah. always a challenge and that's what we're trying to do with the show is get people and that's why like you know like uh when we do our roundtable discussion we keep everything positive but one thing we want to re- 
we we only do things that we know we'll love, and we like to keep it uh, positive because like we're not critics. And I was a critic, and I Life's hated too it. Too short, like to like spend time. Yeah, with man. Shit I mean, like. seriously, well, what's what's yeah, with the exactly. buzzkill, man? And, and I think that's why we don't want to do anything negative because the thing is, like, we want people to check out these books. We want people to read these independent comic books because right now, like, and I believe this is the golden age of independent comic books, like yeah. right now, and it's like. I well, don't. I, mean, I don't want I don't want anything negative. To its epic conclusion. Yeah, so yeah, obviously, yeah. it's the golden age of comic books. <laughs> yeah, we, we we had uh, <laughs> one year left. <laughs> one year left. Yay! Well, I think I think there's a point where it's not necessarily criticism, but like feedback can be a positive thing because it challenges <laughs> you. Criticism yeah, and, and no one I would never do it on a podcast. Though. No, totally. Like where people. Are but yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like you give feedback because you care. Otherwise, you wouldn't. Right. But yeah, like off air. Let me learn you something real quick. <laughs> learn us, please. But alternatively, I think if there's a way to deliver it, and I think, I think overwhelmingly, like yeah. being into comic books is about loving things. It's not yeah. about tearing things apart. It's not about saying what's wrong. If you don't like something, don't read it. Like, exactly. That's as easy as that. And celebrate the things that you love and, and be part of them. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. On a podcast. I mean, I guess, I guess the, I mean, it wasn't really <laughs> that rough, but it, you know, Brad Rader, uh, who does Bob's Burgers, and yeah. yep. he's he's a buddy of mine. Yeah, he worked on Batman too. animated series. Yes, he did actually. Yes, he but did. yeah, so he he was the one who read number five. He's like, man, it's heavy. He's like, it was so fun. The first four <laughs> were so fun, and number Life five comes it, at you fast. It's like wow, like it was work. So yeah, and but it was I, work for I, the it both is, of us. That was sure. my big fear in writing yep. it. it. It was the thing where. You know, I don't want to be like the guys that did Lost, where it's like, oh, yeah, it, it, leave it up to you to figure it out. Like, there's actually a, a clear definition of what's I going on I love dark here. stories. So like, oh, my yeah, God. So, so number, number five is the one where, and I, I, that's why I want to sit down with you guys after you read number five. Let's do it. I'm yeah. totally down. I'd love to have, I've always wanted to have the, the creator around the, the uh, round table. Usually we have to do things over Skype, and like that, they say that they're interested. Like, you know, like... um. Eric uh, Shanor, uh, Shanor. I've always, I, I can never get his name r- right. Anyways, he used to draw Swamp Thing and stuff back in the day. It, it, it I it, think so. A couple issues, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's amazing. A really nice guy. But I, I just, it, it was just always so hard to do it on Skype. But yeah, this is awesome. I can't wait. Can you all come back down Absolutely. here? Absolutely. I'm all down. Right. Are you? Bring it. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. We'll have Jeff with us too. Do you guys have a set to read? I'm gonna buy some after this. I'm just gonna give okay. you some. No, I'm gonna buy. You guys, are, we'll buy some more. I shut the register down, so you have to pay me later. I'll pay you next time then. Yeah, I next promise. time. There you go. Alrighty. Unless you don't like it, then you just be like, just bring the oh, books back. <laughs> but we do have a money back guarantee uh, yeah. set up too. So if you guys three. don't like it, no, yeah. no. Um, okay, so where can they get Guns of Blazing? Where can our listeners buy Mike? it? Uh, nowhere this the rest of the year, in, except for the comic bug. Well, no, we're in the comic stores. bug. Yeah, we actually are in we're at the comic stores. bug, Manhattan Beach, comic bug, Culver City. We were at. Uh, Comic um, Hideout in Fulton. Fulton, uh, Northern California, a few yeah. places. We were at uh, what was uh, Matthias's store? Oh, Heidi Ho? No. 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 no, we're at Heidi Ho. Yeah, Heidi we were Ho? at Heidi Ho too. Um, Do you do shipping at all if people like beg uh, you? Uh, we're stoners. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, so a take a shop. nice trip to California. Yeah. Any, it's um, beautiful here. Online, uh, digital? Comicology nope, or nope. Actually, the texture of the book is part of it's, the. You experience. gotta feel it Perfect. in your hands, guys. Yeah. Cool. You gotta, you gotta feel the smooth so texture. So if you want the book, fly out to California. If you live in California, please go buy one of these. We're, we're at Earth Three Eight Three Comics in North Carolina. I'll get the list and then. Yeah, our, we'll get you a list. We, we yeah. promise there's a list coming. We'll hold on, hold on. We we purposely make this book limited because um we're trying to get rid of I guess the I guess the floppy editions because at some point in time we will Ooh. be having a collection of guns a blazing oh yeah soft core soft core well then this the soft core edition your soft core uh, will also be made of some yeah. very fine and then, and then the hardcore edition as well too. 
Yeah, hard what does cover. What does it feel like in your hands, Raphael? Well, there's only one way to find out, darling. <laughs> the texture here. Give these back. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> feel that texture, Tyler. I know. I have. I have the first Let issue. Let that wash over your body. I have. The, I have the first issue, <laughs> and it still looks it. gorgeous. I, I would love for y'all to smell it. No, like it's, open one up and just oh, really? take a whiff inside. It, it, it actually tastes like it smells like paper. Like I don't know. Everybody's like into paper. digital. It does. It smells like wood. Your pheromones in that book. There is. There are actual pheromones, yeah. But that's why these books are called the, the Gunpowder gun Edition, yeah. because nice. we, we are going to reprint these books, you know, in an, yes. another format at some point, or hopefully a, a particular publisher will be doing it yeah. ourselves, and they'll just yeah. tell us yeah. to tell us So to, what you're saying, these are limited edition exclusives. Limited, Pretty yeah. much. Not if you digital. come to Comic Book, they, comic book, comic comic bug. Bug, they may sign them for you. I mean, Pretty if I'm on shift, yeah. And if I happen to, to pop in at the time, too. If not, Lewis will sign it. Yeah, yeah he's fine. You know, he's, he knows how to do our autographs. He's a good forger. The chameleon, he's good. He's like, I'm both Mike and Raphael. Oh, man. Awesome. Thank you, you guys, guys have been so, so much. Great. I'm, you guys are awesome. You. Good question. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. it. Yeah. You're awesome. Our new co host. Yay. 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 Everybody. This is your first this episode. First, I've done other podcasts with them before, but not this one. Aww. Yeah. She's going to be welcome, our new regular. Welcome to All Indie right. Comics. She's a good to addition. Me. Well, Excellent. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All righty. Do you want, you want to do the sign off? You want the outro? Yeah, okay, this whole thing. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening in. Our podcasts are available on iTunes and any other podcast app and, of course, on our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. We have articles, video series, and other podcasts available for you to enjoy. While you're there, go ahead and contact us. We would love to hear from you. You can stay updated from our Facebook. <laughs> They're laughing at me because I'm doing this like a professional. Oh, I get a beatbox? Oh, this is cool. I'm getting back into it. You can stay updated from our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch. Ooh, I got intense. <laughs> uh, intro is provided by bensound.com, and you can buy Guns Ablazin' at all of the places that we listed before, particularly at the Comic Bug, if you want to check that out. Um, so come and join the gathering. Have a great week, and GGG! You sound so professional. Thank you. <laughs> Guns Ablazin'!